Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly for you by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us in iTunes or at Acast. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast on uh, a week dominated by coronavirus. Uh, it's all in the headlines. It will have moved on rapidly by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, we'll start uh, again. We're at Gary Johnson's press conference up at the uh, South Devon College training ground this morning where coronavirus is very much uh, at the top of the agenda. After we've listened to that, we'll, um, we'll pod and we'll have a chat about uh, what the coronavirus could mean for Torquay United. We'll also look ahead to two big games this week. We're away at Boreham Wood on Saturday, home to Notts County on Tuesday. But first, let's go over to the press conference. Gary, disappointing result performance last time round. Um, but does that mean for the players that weren't playing that places are up for grabs on Saturday? Places are all always up for grabs, that's for sure. You know, everybody's got a fielder up for grabs. And, uh, you know, we've got some good players that are waiting in the wings. Um, there's that argument and there's also the argument that you know, the team that played so well previous to last week's game you know, had a good little run. So you're, you're always mixing and matching in your thoughts, that sort of stuff. Um, at the end of the day, I've, I've still got to try and pick a team that's going to win the game. Um, at this level, people are players are a little bit inconsistent so you're never quite sure which game you're going to get from them um, all we can do is set them the tactics try and set them the mindset I thought the mindset was poor Saturday really poor I didn't think enough people looked like they might have done in in their heads but their body language to me didn't look like they were trying to win the game and that was what it always disappoints me when people do that. Sometimes I don't know they're doing it um, out of frustration or disappointment or even disappointment of their own game. Do you know what I mean? At the time, and and that's um, and I think that's what's happened. That's what happened Saturday. So you know, the old the old saying we got. You know, we will have to take each game as it comes at the moment because you can ask me questions about it soon. I should think, but. Everything might change anyway uh, in the next few weeks, but we've we, you know we've got to keep going and um, do our best in every game because we don't really know what the future holds. You just uh, kind of alluded to it. You know, the, the big word is coronavirus. Um, what have you heard? What do you expect? What do you fear? Um, well, you fear the season. You know, going out with then square by no fans at the ground, that sort of thing. Now, none of that has, has come up as we speak, um, but I think everybody's pretty aware that the banning of you know uh, numbers in public must be coming soon. Mm. So you know, we just have to wait and see how all that pans out. Um, we're taking our advice um, from the officials uh, from the. PFA's uh, guidelines, the FA's guidelines. Um, obviously, the club, I, George Edwards, is 
is right on top of it. So, you know, um, I'm sure the FA and everybody are taking guidelines from the government and the experts. Um, and then everybody then has to follow suit. You know, you've got to go with what they, what they think. So, you know, it's a big question mark on 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 the next few weeks. We, we don't know quite how it's going to pan out, but we all know how serious it is. So, you know, we've got to go with it. Have you ever faced anything like this in football? Or had any of these kind of fears hanging over you in football before? No, um, no, not this type of fear, really. No. I mean, where where games might not even be yeah, played. Yeah, no, that's right, exactly. No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, you know, I've had uh, games where a few, quite a few of the lads have, have caught flu or cold, and you're thinking, well, how how are we going to put a team together? Um, but nothing like this. This is a, a little bit more serious, isn't it? It's, it's worldwide, and um, it does sort of put football in perspective. I know there's people dying of flu, but this one, you know, people don't know much about just yet. So um, I'm, I'm I'm listening to everything that goes on, and we've. We've, we've made a lot of provisions here at the training ground and at our, our club, you know, George and the ones at the club, to make sure that you know we're, we're as vigilant as we can be in you know, trying to stop the spread like everyone else. And I guess you know there is a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of, of a chance that, that the season might not even end. I mean, can you foresee that? I mean, well, that'd I, be incredible. I, I can foresee anything yeah. at the moment, you know, but we've, we've just got to wait and see. Yeah. Um, actually how it all develops everybody's hoping that we're going to wake up and say oh you know it's all gone mm. let's just you know be normal sort of thing but um, it looks like there's a plan and obviously all of us are going to be part of that plan and it's definitely going to affect affect us in you know our hobby side of things our business side of things and certainly football comes into uh, that category of nobody wants to have closed doors, you know, but it's already happening. So I'm sure, you know, as we go, that might happen. And I, God knows, our clubs are going to cope with it. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to cope with it. You know, some clubs might cope better than others, but um, it's a, it's going to be quite a big problem for for clubs. It's, it's all very well asking Premier League clubs to have got bagfuls of money to play behind closed doors, but it's a different story for lower league clubs. Isn't yeah, it? I think so. I think it it could affect quite a lot of lower lower league clubs and non league clubs. You know, it, it absolutely could do. You've got players on contract, um, fans of season ticket holders. You know, uh, there's still a few games for them to go. They've probably already paid all their money. There's sponsors that are already you know it's all all sorts of things that uh, might happen but um, you know we, we, I say let's hope we wake up one morning and they go it's all been a bad dream a bit like Dallas you know, so <laughs> it's all been a bad dream and there's nothing no problem carry on you've got a, a group of players coming together day in day out what, what are you doing to um, to advise them to protect themselves um, well they're pretty um, au fait with it themselves they, they, they know the rules we we our doctor came in, gave them a you know, really good idea of what they need to be doing. This was a few a week ago now, so <clears throat> um, it's always very clean here at the training ground. Anyway, you know the, the, the cleaner does a fantastic job. Hope she she gets a rise on the strength of this uh, <laughs> interview, but uh, she does a great job. Um, 
and you know, little things like you split the the dressing room into two tens rather than one twenty in one yeah. dressing room. Um, but you know, touch wood. <laughs> Should I be touching it anyway? <laughs> um, at the moment, you know, we like many other teams are okay at the moment, yeah. but we we also know that you've got to stay vigilant, um, and the players know that, and they know. The, the big thing is, is that if they go into the next phase and somebody gets a cold, headache, or whatever it is, they might have just a common cold, but they might have to do seven days, 14 days self-quarantine, do you know what I mean? So, and all of a sudden, for the sake, you know, a little sniffle on that, they're not available to you at a very important part of the season. All clubs will be worried about that at the moment. Un- unknown territory, isn't when it? When that happens yeah. with Man City, they get Grace to call the game off. Would, would, would you expect that, Grace? Well, I don't know, I, I suppose. I don't think so because um, they'll be making sure that if they are going to finish the games program, you know they can't have people cancelling it because of, you know you haven't got enough players. They're going to have to say, well, you should have had enough players, you know, and you'll have to play your youth team or something. You know what I mean? You know I don't. Um, you're going to have to play a team from the group of players that you've got signed up if there was a major. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, if there was a major problem, which there might be, no team yet has all suddenly got coronavirus sort of thing. But obviously, you're not going to play then, are you? Do you know what I mean? But uh, it's just the odd one that at this moment in time, as we speak, um, they're saying self-quarantine if you've got a little sniffle and so on and so forth. That's what they're saying. Uh, you know, and suddenly you've got a, you know, two or three of your best players got sniffles and they've got a self-quarantine, but... That's got to be down to the doctor. No, I, I, I've never had a uh, behind closed doors game. I've, I've watched a couple on the TV, and they're, and they're strange. And what is behind closed doors? Who's allowed in? The press? Are, are they allowed in? As as we speak, the games in Europe, the press are being allowed in, and they're being um, monitored, um, tested yeah, before yeah. they go in. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I think that's the form, the format in Italy in one or two other places. The games are, um, or up to now, yeah. anyway. I mean, I know well, you've got the, you got the, I mean, PSG, didn't they? They played a game last night behind closed doors. Yeah. So there was 10,000 people yeah. outside, yeah. all screaming and shouting. And yeah. the only thing they didn't do was watch the game. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And they were all still in a, yeah. you're thinking, oh, it's going to be very... Is that, is that ticking, really ticking that box? Well, no, I, know. Really I, know, I know, I know, I know. So it's just, it's a, it's a strange, strange one. Lucas, um, is a couple of weeks he's been out now. Uh, what's the latest with him? He's, he's, back he's, he's being assessed as, every day. Uh, yes. He hasn't trained properly yet. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, we've still got a couple of days, but he's, he's still a bit sore at this moment in time. Fine. Frankie keeps getting a little bit closer. Yeah, Frankie's close. Yeah, yeah, Frankie's available yeah. for selection, for sure. Uh, winter is... Um, uh, and Dizzy's still got a little way to go. Uh, we've had good news on Busey, although we, we sent him for another scan just to make sure that it is all cleared up. But he felt much better when he trained with the uh, physios the other day. Okay. So, you know, he's back doing light work, is it? Yeah, he's doing yeah. Uh, what they call pitch work. So I, I think he'll be with us pretty soon. Right. Yeah. Okay. And what's the latest on Jackson? Any, any uh, updates? He, he's him? fine. He's training with us today. So that was great oh, wow. news. We thought it was a twist, but it was sort of like a, a, a kick yeah. on, on the knee. Um, 
and it was a bruise and you know like when you first get that you're not sure whether you've done your medial ligament or whether it's just well, he did carry on after the initial knock didn't he yeah he did yeah too, so. yeah no but then he struggled because it was a yeah. it was quite a hefty knock but you know, brave lad and uh, he's uh, he certainly looks like he's got no, no. Uh, and more and more, uh, what's your I suppose if anybody's looking at the league table, they'd say, well, strictly speaking, Boreham Wood should be tougher than Sutton, which is you know, yeah. an insult to Sutton. But yeah. uh, what's your assessment? Well, we always have <coughs> tough games against them, that's for sure. Um, and uh, we have we beaten... We beat on the first day of the season. Yeah, first day of the season. And then in the cup, was it? In the trophy? Uh, the yes. Mini trophy, yes, the trophy. Oh, yeah. the FA Cup. The FA Cup. Yeah, yeah that's course, it. Course, course. Um, so you know, we, I'm hoping we got the Indian sign over over them, but um, you know, they're they're a decent side. They've they've had a very good run in the league, and uh, yeah, they look <laughs> they look quite strong, don't they? Um, up there, and and they they have aspirations of well, I'm probably trying to catch the top two, let alone anything else, but. Yeah. Um, It'll be a tough game, and we got to turn up to make sure that uh, um, we we give ourselves every chance. Thank you. All right. So an in- interesting press conference from Gary this morning, Richard. Yes. Um, Handjill on the way in, players yes. and us. Um, a warning that that might be the last press conference for a while. Um, yeah. Can we email the questions from now on? Um, it's all it's, sensible precautions, isn't it? It's precautions yeah. that you know everyone should be taking, I guess. No, no, no gathering, no unnecessary gara- gathering of people. Mm. Um, it's I, it's, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. It is interesting atmosphere up there this morning. I mean, Talk United are always welcoming, and it was no different this morning. It's always a good place to be. Everybody's very friendly, and um, you know it's it's a welcoming atmosphere. But it was very business like this morning. The, the players were using hand gel. Everybody using hand gel. Even us. The only bottle of hand gel in Devon. Yeah, we know where it is. <laughs> uh, it'll be gone by now. It'll be finished. But um, the. Um, it's very businesslike up there, and there was a feeling that you know they, they protect the house, keep the unit together. We were in, we were asking our questions, and then it was cheers, chaps, see you, uh, see you, and on. Wasn't yeah, it? no shaking of hands. I noticed the players were using their elbows to open doors. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I, I can say that <coughs> I've I have elbow bumped Aaron Namain, Calvin <laughs> Kalala this morning, and fans of um, Talkies top scorer Jamie Reed will be glad to know that we had our conversation from opposite sides of the car park this morning, so there was no contact whatsoever. But so yeah, they're obviously taking it very seriously, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, um, for obvious reasons, um, the we as the press will be restricted to to the players and yeah. and the management over the next couple of weeks. But obviously, they're already worried about it. In, in fact, um, I had a chat with Asa Hall after the main press conference, and um, there was a lot of people milling around. So we're looking for a space to to, to yeah. record the interview and. There was a room off to one side. Oh, I'll get. He said, "I'll get the key for that." And then Gary comes buzzing around, and says, "Do it outside. Do it outside." Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we went outside. It started raining, so it's a short <laughs> interview. But um, at least they were gracious enough to let me talk to Asa. But uh, from, from now on, I think it, uh, our um, we'll be limited oh, to, to yeah. what we can. Yeah, who we can talk to. Access. To, you can understand. That's that the word well, I was looking yeah. for. I couldn't <laughs> find access. <laughs> 
Um, but you can understand that, can't you? It makes perfect sense. Um, we may be carrying the virus into the training camp, heaven forbid. The players may be giving it to other. It, it makes sense to lock down as tight as you can, doesn't it? It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks because obviously we're hearing today that there's a possibility that, that schools may be closed from tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if, if, if the Friday was referencing tomorrow that I saw in a story earlier on, then, then that's for a month. So if they're, if, if they're thinking about they being those in, in the COBRA meeting, I guess, and yeah. if they're thinking about closing schools for a month from tomorrow, how do you justify bringing people together, 2,500 people together for, for a game of football? Um, add up all those 2,500, 3,000, 8,000 in League yeah. 2, 1, you know. It's a lot of people coming together. I mean, to be fair, though, I've been in crowds at Playmore down the years that have felt like self-isolation. Yeah, but, yeah, um, we've all we've all sat in a seat where there's no one around us. <laughs> but joking apart, it's yeah, it's a strange situation because we're sitting here, we have no symptoms, we're absolutely fine. I don't know anybody who's gone down with it yet, but it's it's only a matter of time, isn't it, before somebody? Well, gets it's, it's been a bit closer for me. My surgery's closed, so Is it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. I obviously. Um, not obviously, but I do have a repeat prescription which I pick up, and uh, I had to do that this week yeah. from a different place because my surgery is closed down in Chelston and the one in Barton. So yeah, I mean, it, it's there are there to are have ripples, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there are ripples, and and we don't really want ripples. So no. so I mean, take it to its logical conclusion then. If if matches are to be played behind closed doors. First of all, there's a financial implication, isn't there, for clubs like Torquay um, to play, let's say, the next, how many home matches have we got left? Let me have a little quick look at this. I think we've got one, two, three, four. We've got five home matches left. To play those behind closed doors would have a big financial implication for the club, wouldn't it? I think I said to, to Gary in the press conference, I got the team wrong, I said Man City, but of course it was Arsenal's game who was yeah. called off in Europe last night. Um simply because two of their players were in self-isolation because they'd met the Nottingham mm. Forest owner who has yeah. since... Uh, uh, I don't know the full story, but anyway, their two players are yeah. in self, self-isolation. self Now, if, if if a European Champions or a European Europa League game can be called off, postponed because of yeah. two players in self-isolation... At very short notice. At very short well. notice. Yeah. Is that all going to be the same for Talk United if they've got two players in self isolation, and if they're playing behind closed doors, where does their income come from? Yeah. Arsenal can afford to, to miss out on one game, yeah. two Talk. game, three games, maybe yeah, maybe more games. They, it's, it's they have a lot of money for a small club, isn't it? For Torquay, for going. teams in League One, League Two. You know, there, there could be serious ramifications of not having yeah. a game for four, four or five weeks. Having said that, we've just come through one of those periods. But at least those games have been knocked on yeah. and they will be played. I mean, the other thing is, will all the season be played? I mean, where yeah, does it leave true. us if, yeah. if for two months we can't play a game of football? Um, because even the idea of playing them behind closed doors and bringing, uh, for, for, at the very least, 24 players and two managers mm. together... Yeah. Well, and, and as Dave said during the press conference 22 um, players my, my maths is terrible it's just, <laughs> um, what does behind closed doors mean you know you've still got people in the ground you've got officials obviously you've got to have a certain level of stewarding are the press going to be in there 
you know, how, how closed are those closed doors? You know how close we are bunched into the press boxes as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's is, li- yeah. you're literally sitting on someone's lap <laughs> normally. And that's, that's but honestly, that's not just at, at this level. I've been to Old Trafford and Wembley where I've almost been yeah. sitting on some chap's lap next there's, to me. There's no two-metre exclusions no, only in the exactly. press box. At least we're not in the old wooden one where we were almost literally on each other's but lap. But wasn't it warm so in there? It was, that's why it was warm <laughs> in there. It was just incubating various... Bugs and nasty things and that. But the other interesting thing is if, if during the normal run of things, if a team has a few players go down with a virus, go down with a stomach bug or the flu or something, then they have to apply to the FA or the Football League to postpone a game. And they can be pretty hard on them then, can't they? I mean, I've, I've known situations where a team has been depleted but not been allowed to postpone a match. Yeah, it's very rare, isn't it? Yeah, it has but, happened, but it's very rare. But now, surely, if a club goes to the league and says, look, we've got two players showing symptoms of coronavirus, it'll be the opposite, won't it? They'll say, you, right, call your game on. You, you would hope so. Um, it, but can you predict the football leagues or, or the national no, leagues or, or whatever's no. thinking? Um, you know... I, I think probably, yes, they would have to say, well, let's just call it off and... You know, that's a sensible thing to do, but you never know. You don't you know. Don't. And there, there isn't a precedent apart from in wartime for a season not being finished either, is there? I mean, foot and mouth in 66, 67, the season's still finished. The players still moved around the and country. And the more recent foot and mouth, that, that yeah. was all, football played through that as well. I mean, obviously, we're not old enough to remember the break for the war, but that did happen. But then... Interestingly, football carried on during that period. It's just yeah. just unofficially. There were still friendly leagues and uh, and games that went on. This would be a complete like stop. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's strange, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it is odd. And it's you know obviously we've all seen this coming for weeks. Yeah. But have we really taken it that seriously? No. To be honest, it was only talking to Gary just now. That I started thinking, you know, it seemed from a football point of view, it's apocalyptic, isn't it? Yeah. You, you empty stadia, fixtures maybe we'll play them next year. That's providing the virus has gone through. And where does it leave any kind of knock on? I mean, we've we've got a, a European Championships coming up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, they can't extend the seasons too much because that will knock on into that. I mean, will that happen? Will next season have to start later so we can finish this season yeah. off? It's just a minefield of all sorts of, of different scenarios. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure there are people sitting in, 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 in big seats in FA and, uh, and you know, in sponsorship are all absolutely quaking in their boots. Well, see, now, now you do, you've hit the nail on the head. Sponsorship. It's big big yeah. business involved in yeah. this, isn't it? There's some, uh, some, some big checks been signed already. Exactly. Especially for, for, for you know, national tournaments. Yeah. You know. At the end of the day, what what they will have to, they will have to do what they have to do, but there are going to be a lot of people who don't like it. Mm. And the Euro uh, Euro twenty twenty, the European Championships this year are being played pan Europe, aren't they? Yes. Which makes it even more complicated because matches are supposed to be hosted in countries all over Europe. That I, seemed I like such a good idea at the time. I haven't checked, but I imagine there are games being played in Italy. There must be fixtures mm. scheduled in Italy. That's not going to happen at the moment. Semis and final at Wembley, is that right? I think so. Yeah, so 
scary times. Which, um, they are indeed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 easy to sit here and go, oh yeah, this that that, but no one knows what's going to happen. I hate using that term as a journalist. Yeah. Um, well, as Gary just said in the press conference, these are uncharted waters. Aren't let's they? see what will happen. Before. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And here's a, a trivial trivial thing but what how do players celebrate a goal now if they have a, a meter exclusion zone around them i think once they've shared a, a dressing room i think <laughs> <laughs> celebrating a goal is the least of their worries there'll be elbow bumping yeah you'll, yeah you'll see some interesting, be interesting to see what actually you might have yeah. you might have picked on someone there so you might be the first one, person to think about it outside of changing rooms because uh how are they going to celebrate yeah they'll celebrate be some... with a with, with an elbow pump and uh and, and a a knee tap. I don't know. If the games go ahead this weekend, there'll be some of those horrible rehearsed celebrations, won't there? There, there might be. And if, be, if, for um, those players who can do a backflip, I mean, you might see a few more of them. Yeah. Well, if, if, Individual if, celebrations being key. Reedy's knee slides towards the yeah. top side should be okay. Though, yeah, as long it? as he's not covered in players yeah. afterwards. Absolutely. Which brings us to, uh, let's talk about some fixtures then. Let's talk about the Sutton game first. We can't not talk about the Sutton game. We did think in this in this family, we thought about maybe giving up football for Lent after Saturday. Why not? Because yeah. my younger daughter, who is a Talker United fan, also has a, a, a leaning towards Aston Villa. They lost 4-0. Um, other daughter's partner is an Everton fan. They lost 4-0. And of course, with Torquay, it was, um, it was scored none, conceded 10, no points at all from the weekend. And Wales lost in the rugby. So we thought about um, giving sport up for Lent, to be honest. But... Uh, Maybe we'd just better get back on the horse, I think. Did you say scored an unconceding 10? Hmm. Nil four, nil four, nil four. Oh, I see. I thought you meant just Torquay. No, no, no. That was. I thought I'd I'd missed six or eight (laughs) goals. It's your maths again. (laughs) But, I mean, the Sutton game, it was disappointing. I mean, Gary was disappointed afterwards. I imagine the players um, were made aware of that disappointment. Yeah, I'm sure they were. And actually, they were made to to watch the whole 90 minutes again on DVD on Monday. And I'm sure that wasn't a pleasant experience for anyone. But I I spoke to Gary on Tuesday afternoon and, and he said, you know, they, they have to look through the the, the the footage and see what they what they did right and what yeah. they did wrong. He said normally they, they, they would just show them the highlights, but there weren't any highlights. So it was 90 <laughs> minutes. It must have been a fairly uncomfortable 90 minutes. You kind of think of... Um... You know, you could nod off at the back if you're watching a 90 minutes in the uh, training room. But I imagine everybody was uh, on the edge of their seats for that one. I think the only player that could actually hold his head up high in that 90 minutes was probably Sean, Sean McDonald. Who, yeah. Despite, you know, two goals going, going in, he was the busiest man on the field by far. Mm. I don't think their goalkeeper had anything to do. In fact, I think I say in the match report, he might not... <laughs> Didn't really need to bother to turn up. He was he could have self isolated himself, yeah, and uh, still we would have lost two 0 It's a bad afternoon, isn't it? I mean, to what extent I wonder. I mean, Gary did not. He made a point of not blaming the artificial surface. Yeah, but they are difficult to play on, aren't they? And and if a, a team is playing on it week in and week out, they do develop a, a, a knack that visiting teams don't have. I don't want to to say one week. Ah, oh, we should all be used to to. 4G surfaces, 3G surfaces now, that they play on them often enough, they've played them into competitive yeah, games yeah. often enough, because I said that all last week, so I don't this week want to turn around and say, oh, but they were playing on, a, on, yeah. a, on an artificial yeah. surface. I think it was just an off day. Gary said that, that it just seemed like they were there in body, but not in mind. It's strange when a whole team gets yeah. that, isn't it? It's, um, you know, it, it's... Midfield was 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 overrun. Uh, Hall and Lemonade Evans were basically ineffective in midfield. Mm. 
Um, the defence struggled to cope with um, the attack down the wing. Um, you know, up front, well, maybe they just didn't get the ball enough. I mean, no. maybe maybe you can't... The one place, apart from McDonald's, you, can, you can't say, well, what, did, what were they doing was up front because they just didn't get any, no. any of the ball. The Torquay are now seven points off the playoff place. Seven now. points off relegation as yeah. well. Do you, I mean, realistically, Gary would say there's still a chance of getting into those playoffs. You know, there's still every mathematically, there's no reason, no earthly reason why. No, ten games to go, that. seven points to make up. It's mathematically possible. We all know what the end of a season running is like. People drop out, people pop in from nowhere. You know, no, no one, no one in those seven places and in the places below. The, the top seven um, will be expecting someone like Torquay to to suddenly mm. appear in their in, in their midst, but it does happen. We've seen it time and time yeah. again, yeah. year on year. There is always one team that that appears from nowhere. Now they, they've got but, to pull off the big results. Soon, but but people they? within that team will have always been thinking it was going to be them. Yeah, people yeah. And, and people in other teams that didn't make it were always going to be thinking it was them. Mm. So positive messages. You know, let, let's have a let's have a go for this playoffs. <laughs> it would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. let's have a little look at the fixtures that we've got left before we talk about the uh, the coming fixtures in any, any great detail. So, talking are away at Boreham Wood win. on Saturday. Win, win. Okay, you're going to say win to all of these. <laughs> They're at home to Notts County. You're going to give me a, You're going to give me a few more <laughs> goes in it. Win. <laughs> I mean, that's a big game. People might have. Um, that's not in everybody's diary, is it? That's the rearranged game yeah. next Tuesday, home to Notts County. They're up there. They're they're ahead of us. Uh, then Saturday, the twenty-first, home to Solihull Moors. Win. <laughs> uh, they're just they're in the last of the playoff places at the moment. March the twenty-fourth is another rearranged game. That's away at Wrexham. Draw. Luke Young's Draw. free kick in the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> Never were. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're below Torquay, but they're finally beginning to put. <clears throat> little bit of a run together yeah. aren't they? they they've been surprisingly below Torquay all season they um, have yeah then it's Maidenhead away win. on March 28th that, that ought to be shouldn't it and then we move into the games are running out April there are just the five games in April and that's it we're at home to Bromley on win. April the 4th that's a win that should be a win uh, we're at home to Barnet on Good Friday win we're away at Aldershot on Easter Monday. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> Home to Dover on April the 18th. Dover, yeah, Dover, they're thereabouts in the middle with us, aren't they? Still a win. And then we finish on April the 25th away at Hartlepool. Given all the wins, we're probably in the playoffs by now. We so, are so it doesn't matter what we do at Hartlepool. <laughs> but that's all that's left. It's yeah, it's scary, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's and, and, and I don't want to go back to what we were talking about at the start of the season as long as they're all played yeah well that's that's an interesting we could thought. be talking about something that's completely irrelevant yeah we might have all those games to fit in yeah. in a kind of extended pre-season extended pre-season extended after season it's just unbelievable to think about but. So let's have a look at Boreham Wood then. Boreham Wood on Saturday uh, there'll be a big turnout from the Yellow Army up there there it's will there always is to get yeah. to yeah, um, I know quite a few people who are going up for that one, and they're decent, aren't they? Boreham with their fourth at the moment. Um, they've, in... they've been on a really good run. Yeah, yeah. they've they've picked up massively. They've got um, a couple of players 
um, that we'd like to look of. Tyro Marsh is an interesting character, isn't he? Yeah, I, I said in the paper this week that, that no one sort of really cared when he left. Mm. It wasn't one of those players that you went, oh, God, why has he gone? You know, he, yeah. he, he could do something. He was a sub a lot of the time. Yeah, um, a little bit underwhelming is yeah, the memory of him. He went on, he he went on some goals, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he went on to a couple of more clubs. Ended up at Macclesfield last season and then left there in in the summer and went to Boreham Wood. Scored on his debut for Boreham Wood against Talk United in the first game of the season uh, when we, I believe, was it 2-1 win? I think it was a 2-1 yes, win. Yeah. Scored for Boreham Wood in the FA Cup against Talk United later on in the season. And... Um, I can't crane my neck to see how many goals he scored, but he scored he scored a, a decent amount of goals this season. For he's him. got fifteen in thirty seven games. Yeah, so far. So that's not a bad little that's record. Not a bad you know, you you would have taken that as a Torquay fan, um, and they're fourth. So he's obviously doing all right yeah. for them. They do have another striker, and I'm going to let you say the name. Well, Cabby Chimanga is. Um, that's the he one. was at Oxford City, wasn't he? Before he yeah. went to Boreham Wood. Yeah. I mean, he's a goal machine. Isn't yeah, he? he's he's doing really well. Twenty two, I believe, and looking looking sharp and good. Yeah, probably probably looking for a move into the league um, so he's he's not going to be someone to to let have space and time I mean they need to do a job on him Nine, 19 goals this season 19 um, yeah you know he puts himself about as well he's quite a physical player isn't he Shimanga he's, um, he's going to be a handful those two are going to be a handful for our yeah absolutely our but the good news for the, in the talky defence that we've just heard from Gary is that Jackson Longridge's injury is not quite as bad as it looked on Saturday. When Jackson Longridge went down at Sutton, you thought, oh no, this is, you know, how can this happen another again? One. It's yeah. another one, yeah. you know, just when you think, you know, the old jaws strap line, just when you think, think it's safe to go back in the water. <laughs> you know, they, every, every time we get one player back, another one crumbles to the floor. You yeah. know, it's... Um, it, it, it's annoying, but but it was a stinger rather than a, a long term injury. Yeah, wasn't it? I mean Gary even mentioned knee ligaments after the game, and I thought, oh my word, you know yeah. that's that's his that's yeah. his loan over. We won't see him again. Um, and I'd only spoken to him the week before, so I felt a bit of a catalyst Absolutely. to that. Yeah, this Asa I did, Hall take care. I know. Of yeah, I just said that. I've just condemned Asa Hall we to, did to some to kind of injury in the crisis. Season, actually, yeah, Dave and I did a, an interview with Dave with. Um, Lisa for the podcast earlier in the season. Yeah. Got himself injured. But no, the curse of the podcast has been overtaken. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's more, more to worry about than that. But no, um, you know, he he looks good. He looks like a decent player. Why, why he's not in the Bradford City team, I'm not sure. He played one game from the start yeah. of the season after yeah. signing from Scotland, uh, where he's played, you know, a re- relatively good level for for, for years. They obviously like the look of him, but he's yeah. only played one game for them. So, um, you know, from what we've seen, he can do a, a really good job on the left-hand side of the defence set. And, of course, he's very attacking, so that suits the way that Gary wants to play the, the 5-3-2, or, as we were saying last week, 3-5-2. The ever-fluid the fluid, The fluid formation of attack and yeah. defend. Um, foremost attack, actually, I think, the way it, it was working. Um, mm. Of course, when he got injured after 20 minutes or so, uh, uh, Sutton, at least we had... Ben Winter on the yeah. bench. He came on. That meant a change to four four two. Did Ben go over onto the left? He did. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, you're asking me a question now. Yeah. Without looking at my match report again. Um, but there was a change formation yeah. anyway. Yeah. They changed formation to four four two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, th- I think Ben went to the right, and I. Um, did uh, 
Did Lewis the Kyle go, maybe went to the Lewis, left. Lewis to the left? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to we'll pass. That again. We'll take yeah. a pass yeah. on that yeah. one. But um, yeah, at least the formation is fluid. And with Jackson Longridge in it, it looks better, doesn't it? I mean, it, until such time as, as Liam Davis can get back and Gary's just said there is a bit of progress, but there's still a little way to go. Bit of progress on Liam Davis. Also a bit of progress on Matt Buse, which is interesting. That's good um, news. It looked yeah. at one point like he was going to have to have a an operation and, and miss the rest of the season, which was a shame for a player who, you know, during the really good run was was, was playing in, in every week in midfield and looking good, um, considering yeah. that last year he was playing for Taunton Town he in the ab- Seven League. absolutely smashed it in yeah. the first half of the season. He, he was did. the big success story of that yeah. first half of the season. It took him a while it? to get into the team yeah. every week, but once he got into the team every week, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have taken him out. No, absolutely. Um, he couldn't come out again. because of injury problems, but mm. um, he, was, he was in the team because he was... He was good enough to be there. Yeah. So he might not have to have an operation after all. And so he might be back before the end of the season. Which would be good. Which would be good. Which would be good, yeah. even though the games are running out rapidly, yeah. as we say. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, Notts County home. That We should get a decent crowd for that, shouldn't we? Notts County, proper old league team. One of the oldest league teams, obviously. Fallen on hard times, as have we. Um, Talking United versus Notts County ought to get a decent crowd at Plainmore, shouldn't it? It ought, it ought to. Um, yeah, I mean... Provided it goes ahead. Provided what happens we at Fallen Wood little, as well. Yeah, we have to put the little asterisk yeah. against all of these games now, don't we? But if Talkie can get a result of any kind at Boreham Wood on Saturday, you would hope for a decent turnout at Playmore on Tuesday. I wanted, I said last week, I wanted four points from the two games against the two away games against Sutton and Boreham Wood. Well, if if we get three points from those two games, it's yeah. not as bad as it's, it's not a devastating blow. But the fixtures coming up are tough. They are, yeah. They come. They always have all the way through the season. They've come in little sets, haven't yeah. they? But you know, the Boringwood, Notts County, Solihull Moors home, and Wrexham away. Um, it, it's a little four-game set, isn't it? And then Maidenhead starts another one. Yeah. So it, it it's it, it just it's relentless this season, and you can you can feel for them up there, having had all these injuries and you know getting players back. We get some of those injured players back for the Easter games. Um, that would be quite Easter's going to be important I think as well um, but it's, it's just odd talking about this when you know that the, the games may be out be behind closed yeah. doors or not even on see the strange thing about this is we're recording this no great trade secret here we're recording this it's 10.38am on Thursday by the time this goes live at 3pm on Thursday everything might have changed everything today. might have changed because there's a Cobra meeting happening yeah. this afternoon or, or, or late late yeah. morning so the government could turn around and say all sported events are off yeah so you'll have to take our apologies <laughs> if, if everything's moved on a bit since um, since then um, yeah, moving away from Talk United a little bit uh, just looking at, at the uh, the Herald Express here um, we were talking uh, last week about Roy Holmes at Buckland Lovely tribute from Buckland over the weekend. Yeah, as well. there was a minute silence in their game against Bridport, which they won five nil. Which is, yeah. you know, doing it for Roy, etc. Um, <clears throat> I, I saw some photos from the game where there was a a bunch of red roses kind of tied to the bit of the the, the, the fence yeah. where where Roy would just lean and watch the games. Yeah. So yeah, they they obviously. Um, are massively indebted to to Roy and his family for the amount of work that they've put in mm. over the years to to build Buckland into the the Western League team and the club that it is today. Because of course, don't forget that there's there's another team in the Devon League. There's another team in the South Devon League. There's a ladies team who play higher than Talk United in the same mm. league these days as Exeter City. 
you know, so the work that's gone on at Homer's Heath to make that club one of the biggest non-league entities in in South Devon, Devon, in, in even the South West, has been amazing. And, you know, they've got a lot to thank the, the, the Homer's family for, and Roy especially. Yeah. So I think that probably brings us to the end of a coronavirus special. Yes. We might have to, yeah. might have to brand this one. Uh, if you're travelling up to Boreham Wood on Saturday, safe journey. Um, give them a shout for us and we will see you hopefully, hopefully. at Plainmore yeah, on Tuesday yeah, night yeah. Notts County 7.45 kickoff. Uh, come up and say hello before the game as don't uh, shake a lot hands. of you always do we will not shake hands with you we won't be rude we'll, um, we'll elbow bump or headbutt or something <laughs> or ankle tap or something like that but um, it would be good to see you tell us what you like about the podcast tell us what you don't like We've got a, a little bit of a project in mind going forward, uh, an idea of Julian's that we'll be pulling together over the next few podcasts. So um, even if there isn't any football, there'll be something to, there'll talk, be something about. to talk about. Yeah. As ever, there'll always be much to discuss. Thanks for your time. And as ever, come on, you yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.